Welcome to Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about the happenings in the Kirk Minahan world. BMD, say hello. My name is BMD. Have a good day. Good day. <laughs> good day. It's hard doing the the uh, the buddy voice. He oh. almost did his real name. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Well, I think part of it is also uh, sometimes he might be uh, in a much more chiller mood than you, Tim. I think would be the nice way to put it. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that we might be listening to some Bob Marley Afro Man before coming on. I listen to Bob Marley. Hey, it's good music. Uh, obviously, you're not hearing Buddy's voice today. He he's on vacaciones, so we brought in a special guest, uh, a show regular, Tim from Can. Tim, how are you today? Oh, so special. <laughs> great, great to be on. I'm, I'm happy to be on. Love yeah. coming on and talking to you guys, even though I talk to you guys all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you and I We're had gonna, a full-fledged um, conversation today about uh, one of our good friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do a little bit different today of a show. Uh, no interview, because I think we've heard it all from Tim. So we're just going to recap the week, and then we're going to do a little analysis of uh, Howard Stern's show and where it's been and where it's going because we're all big fans of Howard Stern, and so is Kirk. So we figured we'd mix hey it now. up and hey now. Um, George Takei um, and talk about that. It's so, got him on the bone. How are you, George? <laughs> so, a- Andrew, we're a-, a week removed from the big changes that we made into the show. Uh, you've had a week to think about it. How are you feeling about everything? I mean, so uh, can talk about that. No difference for me. I mean, I love you guys, and okay. it's. I think it'll work fine. It's like me, and we'll still do our bullshit going before. It's... I mean, there's a lot of me around, so it's nice. <laughs> it is it is nice to be able to relax a little bit. New jobs got me going a, a, at about a mile a minute, so I'm going to keep changing my color too, see which one looks so, – there we go. So what are you doing for your new job? Are you still doing dancing? Or what, no, I'm not, I'm not doing dancing anymore despite uh, Jason from Attleboro's best efforts. I'm not doing <laughs> dancing. Uh, I'm working. Are you uh, professional crochet now. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. It's, Knit, knitting shawls. I've actually uh, realized I missed my calling of being a famous athlete, and I'm gonna start training now for the 2024 Summer Olympics uh, for the men's 50 uh, kilometer speed walking. So uh, Did you see, I'm, you I'm training now, clenching the butt cheeks, you, going straight. Did you see that video? That that little gift that Steve from Providence made. Which one? Is it this? When they put on this? Kirk and off, it. no, you and you're dancing in your patriotic thing, and it's... oh yeah, you, I, to, uh, yeah, I saw that today. <laughs> the Hammer Time one is that? Uh, it's look, that was it's Fourth of July in Bristol. You know how that breaks down. I, uh, I still I think, think that's what it was. I, I'm just saying <laughs> something about hammering, but not. not <laughs> it's yeah, it's all, all right, so, good fun. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start with covering last Friday. Um, the one thing, I mean, Quantum Week Chris was the, the third the third chair this week. Uh, I think he's going to actually do it again tomorrow. We're recording Wednesday. Uh, how do you guys think he did? I have to say this, and it's people are going to probably take it as a critique. It's not. But Chris has the most fascinating voice because for some reason, to me, it sounds like he's talking a mile a minute, like going really, really, really fast in short, succinct points. But everything he's saying is so clearly, it doesn't get mumbled up. So I can understand him perfectly, but it sounds like he's talking at one and a half speed the entire time, especially compared to Kirk, who's a much slower speaker than Chris. 
I don't know. Yeah, That's, I, I mean, it's I, just I it's, like them. It's I, I I like it. It's I'm very mm. fascinated by it. Tim, I, you, I love I love having him in. Uh, I like Chris a lot. I think he's very funny, smart. He's got a lot of pop culture knowledge, which Kirk obviously does as well. And you can tell that they they like to just chat, you know. And uh, I thought the show last week was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he contributed with with the phone calls. You know, he, he again, he's funny. He's also the voice of a prank caller. Uh, some people may know and and when he would do those they were always always very funny he definitely has a distinctive voice and uh and he knows that and that's what i like about chris is um hey we all have things about us that are quirky and chris knows it and he rolls with it you know he's not a douche about it and uh i'm looking forward to him being in uh i think it'd be awesome if he was in on fridays going forward and but again, you know, Kirk knows what's best for him and when it may play out. And I'm sure Chris is just letting it roll and see where it goes. So, yeah. Um, but tomorrow, what do you guys think about tomorrow? You know, it kind of get deflated today mm-hmm. about Chris's tweet about listening to Jerry. And it seemed like the old days. And yeah. Kirk had a mention about that. What do you guys think about that? I think Quantum Week Chris is smart enough to to navigate that through that i think it'll be the first five ten minutes of the show probably they'll they'll they'll, they'll probably touch upon it kirk will get into it with them but i think chris is is tactful and smart enough to kind of explain away that tweet he made so i i'm not too worried about if it was like a dave colonane or justin or or somebody else that mumbles and gets gets kind of caught up then i'd be worried but chris is a pro it's gonna be his third time in that chair i think he'll be okay yeah, it's 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 fine. It, like I said, it's I like to listen to him. He's fun. He does bring a new element to the show, which is uh, definitely refreshing. And I think kind of having that rotating person on Friday could be fun because it's always good to hear from Whitney every one to eight months. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. it's and love him or hate him, it is fun when you get Jared in little bits. It's like so he'll go on streaks where he cares and likes it, and when he gets distracted by other things like being with Poppy, it would be another thing. Uh, so it's. I, I like the kind of mix throwing in Chris. I think you could put in other people. Uh, even talking about today, the possibility of Dale <laughs> coming in. <laughs> like, you know what? I, I I wouldn't hate it. I would. I would love. I I'm interested to see what would happen. I still. It's very slim and rare chance, but I would love to see that if it would happen. Any anything's possible. I just want to touch on one more thing about Quantum Week, Chris. It's nice seeing a, a minute fan in that chair. You know. Uh, Tim and Steve have had the opportunity to sit there as well. It's like one of us being in that chair. Um, so I, I was really happy for him. I just wanted to know that. And I just want to give him another shout out. I thought he's done really well, and having him in that chair has been has been great to listen to. Um, another yeah, thing, and along the lines of what uh, Andrew just said about um, you know Dale, and it was it was um, interesting to hear Kirk talk more about relationships at EEI. And really get down to brass tacks. There's only one person that he, uh, I believe he said hates, right? Mm-hmm. Or can't stand. I think he said hates Chris Curtis and everybody <laughs> else. You know, he he was like, hey, you know, they got a job to do. And I, I'm, I mean, Bradford drives me crazy. I think he's terrible on the air. Absolutely terrible. Terrible, terrible. Sounds like his tongue is fighting to get out of his mouth every time he's on. But what's the guy gonna do? You know, he works there, and people are like, oh, Bradfall's on Greg Hill. What the fuck is he supposed to do? He works there. Where else is he gonna go? He's got it okay. He runs the media, the digital side. Um, 
but it was interesting to hear Kirk talk about uh, Greg, uh, Bradfo, a few other people, but he, in, in that he doesn't necessarily hate any of them, but he holds disdain for Chris Curtis. And yeah, he seems to be more sensible about that stuff now. Now that he's been away from it for a little while, it seems that he's looked at the big picture, and he's still. I'm, I, there's still some animosity towards the company, but as far as the people sure. on the radio, he's not as um, hate, hateful or upset as he was before. Yeah, yeah. It, it's and it's one of those things that he knows he's won, but he's always going to celebrate the victories and until that becomes 103.7 country with Gallup and Greg <laughs> in the morning. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope Greg it goes to Christian Kirk. Rock Radio. You know, what, it, what I don't understand is people will say, oh, Kirk's obsessed about it, move on. Well, you know, we've all had jobs where we hated it, and you, mm-hmm. you just took – total pleasure in certain people or certain places burning to the ground. Right. Um, and it's no different in any job. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sports, why everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's totally normal. Motivates and you. Yeah. It, it, it's human to celebrate in the demise of somewhere that, that you absolutely hated. And uh, I love the behind the scenes stuff, but I will say the behind the scenes stuff, it, it is different because you're on the air, but it's the same at, at any company. There are douchebags everywhere. There are people that you root against. Um, you know, people you want to see get fired. Um, there are scandals. It's just that those guys are on the air and it's more public. And it, that is very, very different, obviously. But I like the context that per- Kirk puts it in, which is it's work. It's a job. And, you know, when he talks about Dale, it's a, well, this is your job. But then you get on the air and you're not, you know, nearly as vocal as you were behind the scenes. And, you know, we've been around people at work who do the same thing. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, I think uh, Kirk, like you said, he's he's kind of come to terms with he's not there, but why not take pleasure in seeing what happened when they go back to they kicked the number one host in the city, probably the region, and kicked him off the air. Yeah, all it, all bananas. for woke, ju- uh, you know, woke. Look justice. what it's done to the look what it's done to the station. Uh, we see it every time the ratings book comes out, yeah. and, and I, I mean, you know, and for me, I said it on the the look ahead like, as. As someone whose really first entry into sports radio was WEEI and listening to it and growing up and getting the passion and liking it and discovering Kirk because of WEEI, the only reason why I heard of Kirk was when I heard him on WEEI. So it was like it opened me to this new thing, and it's he opened this great world, and it's just so sad to see what was once a great thriving station just get controlled and make stupid decisions that ruin the entertainment and they can say, oh, it's the right thing to do. It's the best. Bubble. It's the bottom line is you're going, you're losing money. You're going out of business. And it's just sad to see a one story thing <laughs> that was so effective going. But now for the people there, it's just fun to watch them burn. And it is very hilarious. And that's why it's like the 72 Dolphins. Every year, as soon as uh, every NFL team has a loss, they pop the champagne and celebrate and are all happy and shit. So, yeah. yeah. So right. it's the same fucking and, and, thing. And people may say, I know people are going to disagree with me, but I don't think it's unhealthy to have that attitude. When you're in a bad situation and you finally get out from under that and you can breathe freer, why shouldn't you celebrate something like that? You know, people could say, oh, move on. Well, not everybody's like that. You know, let's not everybody wants to talk about what happened to them. Um, people are all different. And if that works for her, for him, then good for him because it seems to make him happy. But the irony is, and <clears throat> thing I love, and I wish – EEI would do this, and we all know they won't. But he has said if they would offer him a slot, he will commit. And he said there's only <laughs> a few caveats, too. And 
That would be freaking amazing. Can you imagine the numbers that day? How they could promote? Of course, they'll never do it. But the fact that he's even said, "Hey, dummies, I'll, I'll come in and do a do a uh, shift." And oh, you know what to do for the ratings, golly. But <clears throat> excuse me, doesn't it show you that it's another example of a company that just doesn't want to be good in business because they really could make something out of it? Yeah. Um, hell, they, they don't brought- have the foresight. Yeah, they brought uh, Big O back. It wasn't like they hated him, but they brought him back. You know, his rating weren't great, but they got worse after he left. Yeah. But there, there is a so when Kirk roots against them, people forget EI is still rooting against Kirk actively. Oh God, you yeah. all heard it. Yeah, and and that hasn't stopped. And for someone higher up to say, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Maybe great for business, but no way we'll ever do that again. That that just to me is is completely just. You get the blinders on, and, and it's personal. So an- another thing that's been discussed uh, uh, several times on the show is Kirk uh, foreseeing him not fulfilling his contract with Barstool, which is his right. But do you really think he is going to be done after the Wilbur? Did he say after the Wilbur, or did he? I'm well, yeah, that's they, what yeah, he, he said. He right? said pretty much yeah. after the after the Wilbur, and it's. Yeah. I mean, it would suck. Um, I'll be very clear about that. It would suck. I, I don't know what other podcasts I would listen to like as regularly as I do Kirk. Cause like even, even when I listen to like part of my take or whatever, I go on like stance where I'm like, yeah, I'll take breaks from it. And it's not as much like Kirk is must demand listening. This in the case were two must demand listens I had to do over this past time. It's just, I, it's my it's passion. It would suck, but Hey, Kirk's going to do what's best for him. And I'm, I'm even thinking like there could be a uh, break coming up. A, that's a month, a month and a half long. If, if this is already creeping into the mind, could it happen sooner and just be a break again? Or is it going to be a stick it out, push it through, and then just ride off into the sunset? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it would suck. I, I just, I would just hope he finishes out his three years. But the only thing they, I could say yeah. is I can only go by what he says. You know, yeah. nobody knows yeah. what. And nobody Kirk, knows better right. than him. And if he says he's done next year, well, then I'm just going to savor this like a box of wine yeah. and enjoy and th- every every sip of it. But, um, you know, it, and Kirk's very upfront about it. He could change his mind. He's, he said that before. Right. Just like I know we're going to get to it, but things that he has said and then he's come back and said, you know what, I'm not going to do it that way. So, yeah. um, obviously, we all hold, hold out hope for that. But I, I can only go by what he has said. <laughs> What, what, he said so, that he's going to be done next year. Yeah. So if you're someone like Dave Cullinane who just joined the show yeah. <laughs> and you're already hearing this talk from Kirk where he's like, it's <laughs> it's not you, it's me. It's the same talk we give to girls that we break up with before we all got married, except for Andrew. He's he, he's, he's saving that. Mind Wait, you guys group. broke up with girls? Because they always broke up. I was going to say, uh, I, I got dumped way more than doing yeah. the breaking up. Yeah, you see this I face? See my ratios way off on that too. But I mean, if you're Cullinane, what are, are, you, are you, is there any regrets? Or I mean, we know Cullinane's end goal, I believe, is boss stool at some point. So I'm sure they'll have pity. I don't want to say that because I like Cullinane, but I'm sure they'll they'll take him on and give him another role. But even Justin, who's trying to get um, get on the, the get on the books per se, you hear Kirk say something like that. You mean does does Dave's sphincter? Seven, <laughs> you know, yeah. Does it clinch when he thinks yeah. I have a wife, two kids, live in a nice town? Uh-oh. But Dave's a hustler; he'll figure it out. Yeah, but, yeah. Like you know, I mean, I'd be more. Worried. Out of the like two, that, I'm he's... more worried about Justin in a weird way. 
I am more worried about Justin. I would be more worried about Justin than well, Dave. He's twenty. He's twenty. He's twenty-four though. Yeah, so like, but it's. I was twenty-four and I was already on my fucking fourth job. Yeah, no, no, it, it's not that. Time, but it's like yeah. he's got a taste of this, and this is, seems to be what his passion and kind of the direction he want to go. He wants to go in. Mm-hmm. So it's well, it's it's still very like. It'd be very niche to get in somewhere because does he go to New York? Does I don't think so. He just doesn't. He doesn't seem like a fit down there. As my, I mean, Dave would. Be, I would see Dave being more of a fit because because he's. I think I he would think, be like the punching bag down there. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I, I think Justin's kind of coming into his own now, being that associate producer. You, he's chiming in at the right time. He's been been, been more active on the show. Mm-hmm. And his talent is starting to shine through. Um, so and, and he enjoys it. The, the, yeah. But the thing yeah. I'll say is, um, you know, Kirk said this back in July, right? Was the first time or was it June that he mentioned mm-hmm. next year might be it? Mm-hmm. The only thing I'll say is if they get caught flat footed, shame on them. I mean, right. Kirk has told them. It's like, you know, when your boss gives you hints about, hey, the department might be downsizing. But I'm not telling anybody else. That's uh you know, that's when you start looking for a job, get the resume together. I mean, he can't be more clear than bringing them in and saying, guys, I have said it right now. This is what's going to happen. So um, shame on them if they get flat footed. I mean, but I, they're not they're not stupid. So I'm sure that they're to an extent. also maneuvering. <laughs> what's that? So they're not stupid to an extent. We all have our moments. No. Um, may not be, you know, Justin is is figuring out the business world, but. Uh, he does want to be a producer. He was upset that he didn't get the producer's role after Steve left, but he now had, you know, he's, he's heard from Kirk and he realized afterwards he should have been more vocal or done more things in that vein. So he has an opportunity to do that. And, and it sounds like he is doing that. And Dave, like you said, is a hustler. So yeah, if anything, Kirk has given him the, the big hello, wake up. Um, I'm yeah. giving you a warning here. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I don't want to be too critical, but I just feel like, I feel if I was calling in, I'd probably be a little bit upset. Like I made the jump. You wanted me here. And now you fucking not even a, a month later. You're telling me that after January, I might not even have a job. You know what I mean? Sucks, I mean, I don't know what I've he was doing. If he was told, someone recruited yeah. me in and they left in a, a month. Right. Later. No, we've all been through that. Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. So it does suck. Yeah. But he also is given Dave let, let's look at it this way maybe maybe they talked about it behind the scenes but mm, that's, true, given, that's true given what Dave has said doesn't sound like no text he, <laughs> <laughs> right. love um, you <laughs> hey I boss love, you really I love you that really component leave. of the show I yeah. absolutely love it and, really and Justin made mention of it today which was funny that yeah. Justin said it must be driving you crazy that Kirk text. is group, <laughs> group text now <laughs> but um, oh. you know but if you think about it, uh, BMD, he, he, even if they hadn't talked about it, Dave's not stupid. Um, he probably saw it as an opportunity that was better than the opportunity he was having with Jerry. Mm, yeah. So even if it may not work out, it, it's not going to be worse. It's still going to be better. Yeah. We'll see. But again, like you said, Kirk could change his mind a month from now and say, I'm going to do three years. So I want to move on to Monday. I thought Monday was a phenomenal episode. Uh, we obviously know that Dale loves the rock. Ken Kendrick said, 
was able to get through. Now, is that the he, real I, name of somebody? I don't know. Let's that is such a great fake a name. Call, Ken yeah. Kenderson. <laughs> that, by the way, that is part of KMS trivia. Whenever I can get two teams to play each other. Oh, Jesus. I know. How's that project going? I don't want to get us off topic. I have, uh, I have like two two shows worth of questions. It, the biggest issue is scheduling I know. eight people. That's yeah. really hot. So yeah. I, I think it's a lot. It has to do with summertime. So hopefully after the summer, it'll kick up. But I'm ready to go. Hell yeah. uh, but yeah, Ken, Ken a, so the <laughs> Facebook profile off the top that... of his head too. It's like, right. The call comes through Ken Kenderson. And what was the, the, uh, the name of the place he was calling from was like pop, legit, pop right? action Ooh. news I mean, or pop culture news or something <laughs> like that. I say no, <laughs> that's fucking brilliant. I don't know if we could put that clip in there after, but, um, Dale just picks up the phone every time, which is great. So, and then Mike, did Mike really? Yes, you guys think Mike that Mike really up. ruined the Mike call? Mike fucked it no? up. Because here's 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 what I think is because ev- after every time we get a new phone call, after Dale hangs up the phone, he blocks the number every time. Automatic go to. That's what he does. So that's why you have to keep calling. For the- Mike fucked it up because I think that like if 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 he. If Kirk just stayed as Ken Kenderson the whole time and already said, All right, thanks, bye, and just hung up <laughs> and left that, I get you. See, they could have so you're called saying it's again. More, more what could have happened later. They, I think they could have gotten a second phone call out of Dave's Dave's cell. Or, yeah. or it, it could have been like a legit running bit where like every month they just call him from that number to get a quote and it becomes a regular gag. Like, yeah, like Dale Arnold thinks he's a regular on this. Ken, Ken, like Dale, but and then, uh, I don't want to jump ahead, but then they called him again. (laughs) Can I get your comment while I'm busy? And then he keeps him on for over. That would have been the challenge to see how long you can keep him on. This one was was about Emily Blunt and the Rock. Well, you're saying (laughs) that's so great. And then he picked up the phone today. And he's like, when did you know? That was a good call today, too. They called him twice. We got Dale Arnold twice in one week. And it's just a tat. It's like it's like he. It's like they're right. I think it's like all right. I I'm treading lightly here. I think the next. Oh, you guys think you really called them today? Yeah, they yeah. picked up. Oh, Did I you... thought those were clips. No, you don't he think picked... so? I thought, I thought they thought were he... just clips. Really? I thought he picked yeah. up. He's like, I yeah, thought he picked no. up. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get that voice down. Hello. <laughs> yes, this is. Dale. We should call into the Craig Minahan show, and when they pick up, be like, "Yes, this is Dale." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it was uh, three, I, two. I, you're I, up. Yes, this is Dale. <laughs> <laughs> two things Dale's consistent about: picking up unknown numbers and then blocking them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how. Which how he is he... still employed, by the way. He's not retired. He's retired from full time on air. So he fills in or something. Yeah, jobs. he's doing fill in and get some other job. He's yeah. Nice. So then, uh, also on that show, we have the return of uh, RB. He's back on the Dozens trivia team. The most confusing shit ever. Trying to follow he... all that. Fuck. I'm surprised Kirk even took him back after the way they kind of broke up. Hey, it's. I... Go ahead, Andrew. I was going to say, it's just showing Kirk that he's uh, he's willing to do what it takes to win. He's taking this trivia seriously. He yeah. wants to win, and he's right. I think Rico does give him the best chance. But again, I have a feeling that the final team in this one will be Pat, Kirk, uh, Kirk, Pat, and uh, Jack McGuire. 
Really not? No, you think it would be Jack Max? No, I don't think. I I think Jack. Well, Jack Jack Max's gonna help them more than Justin will, because the way like I love Justin, but like kind of what his what the strengths of Jack Mac are are more in the common area questions where Justin has more niche things. I feel from watching as many dozens as I have. Just Justin's done scouting reports. He, I think he'd take it really seriously. I think he'd be he's, a good he, asset to the team. He has watched and studied every single trivia. He, oh, he, I I, I don't doubt he has, guy. but it's just by study. But that's not trivia. Right. But that's how is he gonna know who the does he know who the hot TikTok star is or like the hot movie celebrity yeah. that you can do those ma- and, and, face mashups? Is, you know, like does that. he know early two thousands alt rock music? He was a child when that was out. A child. You know, that doesn't matter. You can still be into it, but you you uh, that's like saying you don't know world history because you weren't born in you know twenty BC, but you still might know some shit. I, mean, I don't but... know world history. I don't know what happened in twenty BC. You don't. <laughs> Dude, I don't read that together. fake we'll news. <laughs> I haven't been reading all that fake news. See, the news is only but, written by the winners. Understand that history is only that written is by true. the winners. So it's all jaded bullshit. So when when the, I think Justin's downfall would be the the timed uh, aspect of it because it, <laughs> you know we can all sit there and watch. Say I got like the dullest one. I got the dullest one at like the very last second. I never would have got that on the show. And I'm a history buff. I, I took poli sci and international relations and i couldn't come up with it in that time and i'm thinking wow i would get smoked in the show so that's where i think it would be tough for <clears throat> justin is the time mm-hmm. um and the pressure to answer because you got people talking and you know yelling put your hands up you know they're <laughs> looking at the screen distracting you it's yeah yeah but uh i can't follow what the hell's going on with these third seats jeff nadu Rico. I thought Rico I, was getting fired when I was listening to the Portnoy show. It did sound that bad. Like I thought it was. Was it? Yeah. It, it's. It's. Uh, they do. So Nadu doesn't work at Bostel. Is that no? No. Anymore? So I he think used Rico to. Rico drove him out. Yeah. Drove so him, wow. Rico a, drove him out. There. Rico yeah. drove him out, and Nadu quit. And then people get mad so at Nadu for quitting. So but there was a. There now was he's going to come back and be for a chance to come back with the company. So Rico called it. No, Jeff Nadu called in to pick Central, which is Brandon's show, right? Yeah. Which uh, Brandon's fucking terrible. Oh, I can't listen to that. Yeah, guy. there was just a tweet out right now about yeah. it. And he says, in retrospect, there was some questions I should have asked. Gee, you think so, Brandon? You run a freaking pod, and a couple, there's a huge a argument going on. And he just sits there and says, I don't know what. I don't know why. You know what he needs to do? Him? Brandon Walker needs to call Kirk. Get it. He Brandon, Brandon Walker needs no to instinct. call Kirk. And be like, how should I handle this? Because Kirk is the only person that can apparently teach that guy. I love him but, at times, but he's but a, sometimes a big dumb idiot. And I think he needs to call Kirk and get lessons on it because that was horrible today. Right? He's got zero instincts where it could have been. Like, I I never watched that show, but I saw the clip. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check it out. And then I listened to Brandon. I'm like, this guy is such a friggin' bore. He's one-dimensional. And everything he says is confrontational. He calls you, oh, hey, Kirk. Yeah, what do you want? You know, it's always like negative branded. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. Big miss yesterday because that was a good fight. Yeah. So, so Rico's on for now, but he also told another team he wouldn't be on when he was recruiting them to be on that team. So, the, no, he was he was recruited to be on that uh, other guy's team. 
So it, it was Big back. Ev. It was Big yeah, Ev. Big yeah, yeah, Big Ev, Rico, and I forget who their third person was. They allegedly had a deal in like verbal agreement. Kirk didn't know, so Kirk texts Rico, "Hey, hey, we need to replace Trista." Rico says, "Yes, I'm in." Kirk has no uh, clue about the okay. Evan thing, and that's what the, the Big Ev thing says. That's why Kirk said, "Go see if they'll take you back. If they'll take you back, go with them. We'll find someone new." And then. And but yeah. Kirk gave him like forty eight hours to do it, and they ne- and he never got back to him within those forty eight. <laughs> it's it was the, it's the it's the most drama. Like, Trista Crick started an entire drama about this whole thing, and then even she, today talking about they were talking about Casey today. She really did. They were talking Trista about Casey did, cheating today. Trista did what she did, but look at where all the drama <laughs> comes from. The drama comes from all the guys. What a bunch of drama babies, all of them. Who's fighting with who? Who won't be on a show if they're up against somebody? I'm sorry, I haven't heard any of the women say that. What? It, it, unbelievable. It's anyway, un- all right. unbelievable. No, it, 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 but it, you even saw it spill over in the calls there on the show today too. It's, I mean, after getting the taste, after getting the taste of having President Trump, having drunk Greg Hill, ha- having oh, the those cause, great calls last. It was oh, just God. having them all. Boom, boom, boom. I, I'm yearning for another one of those days. Because it was just so perfect and hilarious. But yeah, no, no wonder well. Kirk doesn't want to be in that office. What? It, what? Can you imagine yeah. walking in there every day? Everybody, all the all those guys gossiping about each other and complaining Kirk about each other. Well, well, that's why they shit. all hate Kirk, though. It's because they all. No, 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 yeah. no, no, I don't think they hate him as much anymore. I think oh, not anymore. I don't know. Well, because I think it's jealousy. Right? It's, he doesn't yeah. have to be there and listen to them all bitching. But that. <laughs> but it's also, I think, it's just what that now that the, a lot of them are actually talking with Kirk and kind of opening that relationship. Like, I think that's what the dozens really did. Was kind of show them a different side of Kirk. Like, oh, he's actually not a bad guy. He's not a major asshole. Yeah, the Minna fans are crazy, but they're lovingly crazy. You know? But so, but being remote with just Mike in the room with that cold, how long before you think Kirk gets a cold? You mean he gets, <laughs> he's going to get coronavirus? Yeah, That's, Mike's definitely got coronavirus. You, oh, he you said he tested. He yeah, he tested. Sick, who are you, so. what are you a doctor now? I, I isn't that the whole new thing? Or am I not? This is just, <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> He, but man, he sounded like shit Monday. <laughs> oh yeah, it does was that, bad. That, that, does that annoy you as much as it annoyed me, or, or am I the only person that was annoyed by that? But I, I, I enjoy was, him uh, on the show, but that cold was like distracting. I was fixated on his very large memories. <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. I couldn't even. I couldn't even hear him. Those it, were I, huge. I forget Jiggling. who said it. Oh, but the George Costanza out was just the best part. Like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he, you know, he, Mike is definitely, you know, fighting somebody, something, and um, you know, those, those, those uh, chairs, they're, they're close enough that you know you could get something. I, are but, you surprised uh, Kirk isn't like uh, as upset with Mike coming into the studio with the with the cold? Yes, you know, he's just like I. Yes, that is one thing that surprises me. I, I would have thought because Kirk has a lot of uh, quirks. Right. They call it Kirk. Kirk's quirks, like the temperature, right, has right. to be an even number, things yeah. like that. But he's actually very, um, I don't want to say laid back, but he he doesn't get overly crazy when somebody, you know, he doesn't want to be around someone hacking. I'm sure, but he um he doesn't let that interfere, which uh, I would have thought he would, because you know he, the the flip flops, <laughs> uh, no flip like flops in Saco, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. So wait a little for that surprised thing. by that. Um. 
Where are we at with time, Andrew? How, how I mean, we're, we're, we're about 30 minutes in, so we're, okay. we're rolling good. It's and I, I think, anything, I haven't finished Wednesday's show. Anything else stick out to you guys as far as today's episode? Nothing. Besides, we know what Kirk um, kind of took out from the YouTube uh, channel yeah. and from the podcast. Do you guys want to touch on that really quick? I mean, yeah. he, he made no, a pact with himself. I'm assuming yeah. it was about Smugsy? Yes, it was. Okay. It's yeah, one right. of those situations that it's looking, it's as I said on the look ahead, we didn't know who did it and, and what. So it's, as, as I said, not knowing, I was like, look, if, if Kirk ordered it, fine, it's Kirk's show. He gets the final say. I'm sure he's got a good reason for it, which we learned today what it is. That's fine. Now, if Dave did it on his own rogue, we've seen what happens before. with oh, That, that well. would have been so great. It would have been so great, wouldn't it? I mean, it's it, it, but that it did bring up a good question for me: is do we think we're gonna get? I think everyone's a lot of people's favorite show from the Steve Robinson era was the day he didn't get cut the audio of the Periscope. Then this the calls coming in at one oh, after that's right. the other. Kirk just said you, you can call in if you want to criticize Steve. No, yeah. it, no, no, no. It, it was just they were calling random numbers. Because it was like uh, it was in January, right? When that happened, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, ha- at the uh, the Red Sox was the that was the that was last from, year. Uh, oh, that was, that was last year. year. That was last, last year. year. Yo, so that was right. So that was like February, March range. I don't know, but it was it, it was just call after call, and I'm oh god, I, I swear I just listened to it on my relist, and and it was just the biggest killing thing. And it was so funny because it was so cringeworthy, so funny. Ugh, when do we get that moment with <laughs> Dave Colonnade? Because I, I think we're going to get that moment. Dirty bird. <laughs> uh, I agree. <laughs> D&D's flat. Like, I love Dave, but I know that moment's coming. I'm yes, absolutely. Everybody gets turned in the barrel. Dave, there's no way. He's just too energetic and too. Um... Are you going to sing while you strip? <laughs> Hold on, I almost dropped my mic. I'm taking my shirt off. Let me put my headphones back out. It's so uh, hot. The AC is so broken. The oh new man. unit's coming in tomorrow. All right. Oh, that's good. I don't have any AC, and I love it. <laughs> uh, um, my complex is nice, and I got... Ooh. In a certain community, would you be considered a bear? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. Oh, yes, he would. Uh, yes, Andrew, you say that with such conviction. Um, I, I agree. I wonder if the men ladies would like this, but anyway... <laughs> I agree. Dave's going to have that moment. Um, and uh, I think it was uh, great that Kirk addressed it. Moved hey, he had, you know, I didn't see a lot of people complaining. It was more questioning, you yeah. know, what happened to the audio. I was way off. I thought the reason they weren't posting was that they didn't have consent from Dale to tape that. Oh, that would have sucked. Uh, I know. Huh? And I was, obviously I was way off, but uh Hey, it makes sense. Whatever. What the fuck do we care? You know, he made he made a pact with himself. He's sticking to it. And that's that. It's his show. Yeah. You know, and and if you're on live, you heard it. If not. And he's even said, if anybody wants to address it with him, he will. He will address it. He feels that way. Yeah. But he had said, I'm not going to do this. And he thought about it and said, I did it. And I don't want that to happen. And he took it out. So yeah. good for him. Yeah. No, it's it's it, it just, again. It it's just, not the Minifan show. It's the Kirk Minahan show. Yeah, and it's it, it's one of those things. I I it just shows how much of a man of his word Kirk is. Call him an asshole. Call him an agitator. Whatever you want to call him, he's he's an 
honest man of his word. And if he says something, he's going to do oh, it. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, shit. Good Jesus. thing we don't actually put this on YouTube. Um, Not yet. All right. So, <laughs> this is a good thing. <laughs> good segue. Moving on. So we also talked about we were going to talk about Howard Stern. So we'll try to cover as much. Uh, the old Stern, the old, old Stern, Stern and where it is Stern. now. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of do like a reverse Kirk and off show. Tim, when did you start listening to the Howard Stern show? What made you get into him? Uh, I heard him back. Oh, early nineties. Um, I had heard the name. I was, you know, born and bred in Boston. So I was a Charles Wacadera, uh, the big mattress, all that shit. And then I thought he was the only funny guy around one of my sisters had moved to Jersey and she started sending me cassette tapes that she would, she would record. Yeah. Actually I got a jet because she's actually home from Florida. I get to go see her. And, uh, she would send me cassette tapes of the show and say, you gotta listen, you gotta listen. And I'm like, nah, I'm not listening to this guy. And I thought there was at the time a little bit of dead space, dead air. But once I got into it, I, I was hooked. So that was early nineties, 90, 93. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he came to Boston, typical Boston, they said, okay, we'll have him on BCN, but we'll put him on in the afternoon. So it was tape delay. Oh. And, you know, cause Charles Lacordaire on the airwaves in the morning. And then one, and I listened to it every afternoon. And then once, you know, that was it. I mean, once I had stopped listening to the cassette tapes, I was absolutely hooked. Sweet. What about you, Andrew? When did you start listening? So for me, it was really in high school so for me. So like mid-2000s, uh, kind of just listening. And I mean, I've always had that. The I've had the dark sense of humor pushing the limit, saying shit I shouldn't say. It's gotten me in trouble before. It'll get me in trouble again, I'm sure. But overall, it, it's just kind of I had that sense of humor. So Howard was really like the, like Stern was the guy to go to when you want to listen to it. And going back, watching all the old clips and going with all the classics and just – being able, like, even coming up with my favorites, just sitting there listening and laughing it all over again, it's just, it, it, it just, it, it, it just makes today suck more because you hear it, you listen to it, and it's like how much of, of a sellout, and it's just, it just goes to show you, like, it's it fucks up your reality, like how much of this was fake, how much <clears throat> was it? Because like, I, I was because yeah. I thought that was the real shit, and now it's obviously not. Yeah, it's like uh. You bring up a good point because I like we talked about this when we did our prank call episode. I, I was hearing rumors that some of the prank calls were staged. The new so, ones are. The new ones are because the radio new stuff ones, is, yeah. is real. Is real. Yeah, yeah the, like, new, the new ones are supposedly staged, but the old one, I'd see Andrew brings up a good point. Um, I do think it was real. I think it was all legit way back when. I, you know, you could say it was a character, but I think he was doing all that stuff. Like, I remember seeing on the news when the plane crashed in the Potomac and he he made a uh, prank call, I think, to the Iranian embassy or something like that. But I just remember him being on the news. That was before I had ever re- even listened to him. And I think that's when he was out of D.C. at the time. Um, and I, that was, you know, even if that was a character, he was he was doing it. Now it's like. He's he's only doing where it's safe. You know? Yeah, he's mm. not pushing those well, edges. So I think yeah, well, did, I think it was yeah. real. Yeah, it, but it, it it would be basically if it honestly it would be like if Kirk after he retires and goes off into the sunset, 
basically starts writing for the globe in his spare time. Like that's how it feels. Yeah. Or does sports radio. Or does sports, sports radio again. Like it, yeah. it, that's how it would feel. And I know that like I know yeah. Kirk would never do that because he's actually a man with integrity, unlike Howard Stern. Yeah, mm. like like if he cozied up to the Red Sox and yeah. was interviewing John Henry and saying, Oh, right. I always liked the way that you yeah. treated your know, clubhouse attendants. Right. Because you know? I think Stern always wanted, you know, that that's what people say that Howard always wanted that acceptance that yeah. mainstream acceptance because he was always on the outside and he, you know, he made good friends with Jimmy Kimmel and, and uh, uncle Jesse from full house and stuff like that. He always, always wanted to be accepted in the mainstream. So I think that was a big part of him taking that judging role in America's got talent uh, back in the what 2012, 13, whatever it was. Came to Rhode um, Island think, one day. <laughs> yeah. But he, I mean, he, he definitely wanted the acceptance, but he had his he had his world. I mean, he was the king of all media. Oh, he was, say, sure. right? Yep. And and he had his Channel Nine show. He oh, was on yeah. E. He had the radio mm-hmm. show. Um, so I think I do think that was all real, and I think he wanted more. I think he wanted more acceptance, and that's when mm-hmm. he started to change. You to know, pull back and th- a it lot stinks, too, but hey, whatever. Yeah, know? and then that lady, um, what the, there's that name that they always bring up, uh, that kind of. That took over him, but she had a book, Getting Things Done or something like that. It helped organize his oh, life. Masi Turk. Ma- yeah, yeah. So yeah. a lot of people kind of blame her for the way Howard is now. But he did, he let it happen. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he he was, you guys know, he's always obsessive, compulsive. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he talked about, but that's what made him, the way he talked about it would be funny, you know, with his parents and just even at home and when he's uh, masturbating and this whole ritual that he goes <laughs> yeah, to the, lock on the door the and he's Captain yep. Japan and yeah. And uh, <laughs> so you can say you can blame her, but it's, it's his company, you know, like, like Kirk says, Justin and Dave work for him. Everybody at Sirius that's on the Howard Stern show works for Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. You know, the paycheck says Sirius, but they work for Howard. So, you know, it's his. It was his choice, and it and it sucks, but it was his choice. Um. All right. So let's reminisce on the good times. Andrew, do you have a favorite segment that sticks out to you? Uh, your first vivid memory of the Howard Stern show. I mean, my always favorite one, just because it it combines my love for for Kirk with that, and it's the Battle of the Wits. Anytime you get the Battle of the Wits, always had me laughing. And then, of course, when Kirk bring in the Battle of the Brainless, uh, it, it just it it just gives you so many funny things. Because even even when Kirk did it, that's where you got Mike Manansky, gold shorts, playing a trombone. <laughs> Which is an image that still haunts my mind, but it makes me laugh anytime I think of it. Tim, what what about you? What's your what's their segment? Is there something that sticks out to you that if you just think back on it makes you laugh from the Howard Stern show? Aside from the Richard and Sal, which you and I talk about all the time. Um, hey Richard, it's your diet. <laughs> uh, it's it's Eartha Stitz. <laughs> <laughs> Taco Tico. <laughs> Lou Sassel. <laughs> um, it's uh, whenever Gilbert would be on. Gilbert was my hands down favorite. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. I'm so happy. I, Kirk could I could I could listen to Gilbert all day. Even that voice of people drove him crazy. My one of my favorite characters on the show was Benji. You know, I always like the the fringe people. When when Gilbert would come on and do Georgie Sassel or whatever the guy's name was, I don't even know who he was. I had a had to Google it. You know. 
imitating a guy from like the 30s was like a B actor. And then, you know, I think when he would have him on because Howard and him would just kind of riff and it would go in these so these different directions and they right. created, you know, the vampire character. Um, <laughs> and, and when they, they prank called uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And, and they and, couldn't find you know, that anywhere. Was yeah. That was, so, mm. can't find it anyway. It was so good. And <laughs> I, I just, anything Gilbert, I, I, that's, that's what I always perked up. For, anything Since, Gilbert. I think Howard did address it with Gilbert, but like, it's like, He's on the show. He was kind of not not a regular, but he would, you know, make appearances every once in a while. And all of a sudden, I would it's, it's it it stops. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of people that he's done that too. Crazy Cabby. Yeah. Uh, Is Crazy you know, Cabby still alive? I'm not sure, but yeah. There's just in general. Uh, um, I think. Uh, Bob Levy. Blind Blind Mike had uh, what's his name on his episode, right? Um. A stern regular he had him on the i think he had him on the show uh, a couple of months back but it's like he just cuts people off yeah, yeah. and no explanation nothing legendary no cause, nothing. Le- yeah. you are persona he he was doing that before marcy turk he, yeah he is legendary for you once you're out you are out and there's no coming back you're you're out. he's he's had battles and feuds and wars with rosie with kathy lee Right. People that were never on his show, and he's since had them on. Right, uh, not Kathy Lee, but um, Rosie and a few others, mm-hmm. Ellen. But man, if you were associated with the show and you let, like, um, uh, what's it, Billy? Billy, um, the guy that does Ren and Stimpy, yeah, 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 yeah. right, he's from Boston. Yeah. yeah, him never again. Jackie yeah. never again. Uh, and that well, well Jackie kind of came back with Jackie's joke hunt, but but that guy, uh, Billy, he was pretty talented. Oh, uh, I'm hugely talented. Know, the voices and stuff Mad like shot. that. Yeah, remember she was he was my shot, the racist owner of the um the Cincinnati Reds or Cardinals. <laughs> that's, remember yeah. her? <laughs> no, that's going back. Wait, I started listening to him in '04. Yeah, she was pretty but, racist. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, he used to do my shot. She talked like this. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, there's those are great clips. There's a lot of shit that Howard's done. You know, because you listen when you I used to listen religiously on Sirius. You listen to the old stuff on 101, and he'd play. You know that African lady and stuff, and he's said a lot of shit. Like, you know, the, where people can go back and be like, "Oh, this guy is saying this stuff. Why isn't he canceled yet?" So I'm kind of. We they've talked about it on KMS that he, he's kind of like transcended that. He's kind of yeah. like uncancelable. Yeah. And um, it it's sad to think where 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 it's at now. It's just not, yeah. I don't need. Do you do you know many people that still listen? I don't know any. I stopped listening. I really legit yeah. stopped listening after my free subscription stopped on my vehicle. I was like, I'm not paying after for like this. the 10th renewal at like uh, yeah, 25 you know, bucks. Say, oh, can yeah. you resign? It's 15.95 a month. Nah, I can't do it. That's what if much, I yeah. gave it to six months for 15.95 total? All right, yeah, <laughs> like give um, it away. It, it and it's but even like for me, it's like I. When at the beginning of Sirius, I was there for a little bit, but even then I started teetering off and then I stopped completely. And the only reason I came back was when Kirk was on during what was it like in two in 20, oh, yeah. at the beginning of 2020. Yeah. I got Sirius back just for that. And then as, yeah. after the whole K Marco blow up, and he was like, I'm done, I'm like, all right, I'm getting off that now. Like, I would legitimately listen so much just for like that week of Kirk for just for that because it was so good. Um, Andrew, I we're gonna 
wrap things up because we have shit to do. But I put a Beetlejuice like, splint. Put your shirt on. That's too hot. So <laughs> fucking sweaty. Um, maybe I'll take my shirt off in Saco. Take a picture of Mike. He's got better pecs. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say you right do. There, well, yeah. depends. Better male pecs, you. Uh, female <laughs> memories right now? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I, um, it's This is my first... Like I was, I remember where I was when I first heard this. Do. When Beetlejuice right got like show drunk, and he threw up, and that noise he was making when he was that just people vomiting in general always oh, fucking yes. makes me laugh. But yeah, yeah. I, Be- I don't know where. Uh, you know, we haven't recorded announcements whenever he's in. That's too hard. And he's, he just laughs through the whole thing. He's just so delighted with all the nonsense we're up to, <laughs> and he can't believe how naughty everything <laughs> he's is. Right paper right now. And he comments on all this. Here, here's a little outtake from George recording his announcement. Uh, let me study this a little bit. <laughs> I have so many tabs open. <laughs> Unrolling toilet paper right now to wipe. This is beat. Yeah. <laughs> the video is funny right now. After tap the link. <laughs> you almost just freaking wiped it. I just oh. want to hear him throwing up. Yeah, I want that noise. Oh. Yeah, I'm I should have time stamped it. You got more to throw up? That's projectile. BMD, who was his handler? Oh, one of the that guys. guy. He was one, a character. One of the producers. No. Oh, at first it was the other guy. Then he got a hot, yeah, hot then attack. He got and then Doug, and stuff. Yeah, and then Doug took over, I think. I think Doug was handling them at that time, and then someone else took over. And I got to do this, guy. guys. I, I got I got to give us some Battle of the Brain Wits. I, it's got to happen. It's. Yeah, I don't worry about it. We're playing against the law, brother. Don't worry. If you lose, you win. Right. If you don't lose, I get the pussy. You know? Is this the one where he asked him to throw red? That's real hard. You know it. Here we go. Beetlejuice, you're first. And here is your question. Who, me? Spell red. L-S-T-E-R. All right. Is that your final answer? My final answer. All right. That, I think that's close enough. But all right, all right. Okay. The judges are saying that's not exactly right. I'm going to go to Gary. Not exactly. Spell red. R-E-D. That is hey, one that right. That is wow. correct. He got Gary it right. Has one. This could be I a rump. You got to go back to Beetlejuice after every right answer that Gary gives. You know. <laughs> All right, I'll go to Beetlejuice first. Robin's right, because you got the last one right. That's right. That's right. That's right. 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 Beetlejuice, I'll go to you first. That's only fair. Spell red. L-A-T-E-R. All right, that's wrong. Gary, you go. Spell red. R-E-D. That's correct. All right. All right, you have two right. two right. And Beetlejuice, you have none right. But it's only two nothing. You You could come back. I could come back with any yeah, anytime. Right, anytime. Let's go to anytime. our third anytime. question. Two, Frey. Spell <laughs> red. Andrew. Spell red. Yeah. Uh. Lady, um, we gotta wrap. We gotta wrap. Uh, finish with the world famous uh. O.J. Simpson call. How old is this call now, Tim? Oh my God, this is over twenty it? years old. This was during the yeah. high speed oh chase O.J. Simpson, which brings me to our next point. 
Wasn't when we make prank calls, we, we need to find our slogan. I, we've been using Mike takes fingers in the ass, but we need to come up with a Baba Booey or something for the KMS universe for when we make prank calls to these live radio shows. And some sort of branding. Is like, it fisting? Yeah, I mean, uh, we've, we've had a fisting thing going. Yeah, yeah. we might have to use the yeah. fisting. But anyways, this call's a classic called, Tim, do you want to talk about it? I think we've played it before, but. This yeah, so this is call. when uh, OJ, the murderer, was um, alleged to kill him. Yeah, I can say I can say he's the murderer, um, and he was in the back of AC Collings, um, right? Is it, it was it AC Collings? Yes. Yeah, and the white Bronco. Yeah, and the white Bronco became famous uh, because OJ in Seinfeld even made an episode about this. So OJ was in the back. Uh, this was when he was uh, uh, not he hadn't gone to court yet, right? Before, Not yet. No, this yeah, is kind of like when the accusation started, I believe. Yeah, so this is all right, thanks. So this is before he even uh went to court for uh being charged with murdering his former wife in uh Ron Goldman. Um and so he had threatened to kill himself and AC was calling the police and saying I got I have OJ, he's it's me, he's starting to kill himself. They're driving down some freeway in LA and the cops they, they had it all on uh, they had a helicopter. I remember sitting at a bar watching this unfold and just everybody just watching it for like an hour. Because it, yeah, it, it was really no I remember where I was night. too. And I was like seven, eight years old when this happened. I oh still remember God. this vividly. Yeah. And, Hi, and Andrew. It, it's it's famous because of the people involved. It was uh, Peter Jennings, world-renowned. Yeah, um, God bless him. Uh, world-renowned sexual assaulter. Um, <laughs> and there was also Al Michaels, who was a – world-renowned announcer hey peter jennings was busted you yeah know, I, a, I know it's let just, me open it, my it's, door it, with the robe open it's just uh it's just funny with being the way what bmd said just prior to it, it always makes it funny <laughs> we have on the phone with us as well robert higgins who lives in the neighborhood and is on the ground and can see inside the van mr higgins uh yes uh how are you uh just about as tense as you are still. oh my lord this is quite tense what can you see Oh, what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at the van and I see OJ kind of slouching down, looking very, very upset. Now, look at here. He looks very upset. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to be doing. Can you, can, you, can you see him doing anything specific? Is he merely sitting there? He is just uh, sitting around, you know, just uh, looking like he'd be very nervous. Can you hear anything, Mr. Higgins? It's just too much commotion. I'd be in the back of a news van, so I can't really hear that good, but I can see it all. And I see O.J. O.J. I see O.J., man, and he looks scared. Scared. <laughs> and I would be scared because there's cops all deep in this. <laughs> deep in this. Thank you, Mr. Higgins. Now, this was national news. to y'all. <laughs> and there we go. Hold on, it's the best part. The driveway of O.J. Simpson's home in Brentwood. Al Clearly Michaels. an effort being made to have him come out of the hey, vehicle. Peter. <laughs> in the doorway of the house, his friend, Al Cowling. Peter, by the way, just for the record, this is Al Michaels. That was a totally farcical call. Does <laughs> sure uh, anybody call. think that uh, that was somebody who was truly okay. across the street? That was not. Uh, he, he said something in code at the end that's indicative of uh, the mentioning of the name of uh, a certain radio talk show host. Okay, thanks, Al. So he was on every group. All right, we have them on every coast. Thank you very much. Okay, Not the first thanks, time nor the last time we'll have been had. 
it's, it's, but it's one of those things. It's like it still goes to show that the fucking radio. No one will say the other person. Just say his freaking name. Right. It's someone from the yeah. Howard Stern show fucking with us. That's that's what it is. <laughs> and and this was the you know they broke into uh, TV feeds. This was all that was playing. It was national. And then anybody who was a Stern fan, as soon as they heard them, man, Baba Booey to y'all, they were like, oh, that was the best prank call ever. And you knew you were going to listen to Howard the next day to talk about it. And eventually he had Al Michaels on to talk yeah. about it. Yep. And that was great. He was very funny. He, he rolled with it. And, you know, farcical. It's a certain. It, That's that a farcical, farcical call. Lest you believe that was a. Um, so, Tim, do you, just, uh, do you have. Okay. Do you have. A, <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else you want to contribute before you take off? A baba booey to you all. Excellent. Uh, no, I don't, except that uh, I'm very forward looking to uh, hooking up with. Oh, God. Get that out of my mind. Getting together with Andrew so we can get uh, things kicked off with our project because it's going to involve mm. you and, <laughs> and the. Uh, I'm the so excited. The diamond. We, get, we get some big things coming. I can't so wait, but no, nah, I'm Let's good. Let's do a big barbecue at your house. Just mm. work on this project. Um, oh, that that would be so awesome. My wife would be so horrified. <laughs> she wouldn't be horrified by like who are these people? Because we've had so many different people come to my house from other countries and stuff that I've met like twice. She would be horrified, like, you all look normal. Why are you giggling about prank phone calls? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I'm gonna thank Tim again for coming by again. We had to edit something out. So <laughs> I screwed up. That's right. I do it all the time. But who do you want to see, though, Tim? Yeah, who do thank you, you for see? coming. <laughs> thank you so for coming gross. on the show. Uh, I didn't come in on for the buddy. show. You came. <laughs> I came and I conquered. But uh, thanks for again, thanks, thanks for taking your time out and being here with us. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for yeah, having thanks, me. I love, love catching up with you guys, obviously, because uh, I am laughing still. And now I'm going to go listen to some prank calls from Richard and Sal. Yeah, I had a whole list of calls we got to, but everybody seems we're all long-winded. We're, when I we think talk we're overdue for a prank phone call show again. we got to do another one of those. Yeah, we'll, we'll put something together very soon. Yeah, that's fun. a good idea. At least for us, that'll be fun. Yeah. And oh, I mean, yeah. I'll just sit there and laugh my ass off as I always do. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. But All right, boys. All right. Thanks for having me. We'll I keep in touch. It. Thank you. Take care. Brush your hair. That's right.